Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. <laughs> What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, we have the sexiest Super Bowl streaker to ever live sitting on the couch <laughs> miss kelly k how are you doing baby i'm so good kind of hungover but really good dude what did you do last night i went to broadway for the first time oh for the first for time, the first time for, yeah. you're a tennessee girl though i'm a tennessee girl i've just never been to broadway oh my goodness so, well yeah we went to like kid rocks bar that was love the funnest kid. yeah um i'm really then, good friends with his girl audrey <laughs> love her. i love him do you do. Oh, i'll tell him. audrey she'll love you they'll yeah. love you <laughs> tell <laughs> yeah. them to hit me up yeah for sure sure <laughs> um yeah we just like walked around and went to a bunch of bars and took like two shots at each bar so oh fine was, 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 was there hella people down there not really you're lucky because every time i've ever gone to broadway it is like fucking wall-to-wall packed you can't get in anywhere like it's like a mini version of vegas mm-hmm. but country yeah have you ever been to vegas yeah. that's where i'm from that's what i said whenever um we were driving by there this morning i was like this looks like vegas in the daytime yeah like it literally looked like a little Vegas. totally it's like a little fucking tourist trap down there <laughs> yeah um so for people who might not know who you are you're beautiful. You're a little Instagram thought like me. I love it. We're both Instagram thoughties. But what kind of catapulted you into the spotlight, I guess, if I could say, kind of like made people notice Kelly Kay? I think um, the sneaker game uh, really like started off my mm-hmm. career as an mm-hmm. Instagram like model or whatever. Yeah. I did like very like viral photos and like Supreme and like hypebeast sneakers newest sneakers stuff like that so a few of them went viral so i was like gaining traction from that Mm -hmm. um i love sneakers i just got into the sneaker thing like six months ago my husband is like so into sneakers and for the longest time i was like why would you pay so much for fucking sneakers and now i'm like shopping on StockX all the time i'm like i want these i want these i love sneakers yeah Yeah. yeah. um and then i don't i don't know how it happened but i met vitaly Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know vitaly i don't he was like a big youtuber he's really crazy Okay. pranks and stuff um oh i bet if i saw him i would yeah yeah and he was like you should run on the field at the super bowl and i was like all right <laughs> i was like i will and he was like no you won't and i was like no I actually will i'm crazy so what game was it that you guys were at it was last super bowl i think it was the chiefs and the 49ers maybe i can't even remember i was there for like five minutes the game was like going for like five minutes and mm-hmm. i jumped on the field so and so you literally just went there to run on the field yeah 
So walk me through this. How are you feeling? Were you nervous as fuck? So nervous. And I was sober. I fucked up. I chugged a beer right before, (laughs) but I should have chugged like 10. Yeah. Um, But I like blacked out when I did it from, I think, all the adrenaline and the fear. Next thing I know, I'm like tackled. And I still was kind of blacked out. And then I was like, being did they tackle out. you like rough? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll show you videos. Like, yeah. It's like- we could insert clips of it. Five motherfuckers like on me holding me down and yeah. i'm like tiny i'm like yeah you are but, but i was resisting i was like biting and stuff <laughs> like, she said i was resisting i was biting that is so funny <laughs> yeah i was pissed i was like i need to get on the field so were you naked on the field or? no i had a hot pink bikini on and yeah then i had this dress custom made with velcro on the side so i could just rip it off and oh, run. i love that but i didn't get the dress off in time so when i was getting escorted out i just all i could do was like in handcuffs i just like lifted up the dress so you could just see my <laughs> ass in like a pink bikini that is fucking iconic yeah that's like a story fun. that you can tell your fucking grandkids one day yeah it was like you know what fun. grandma did <laughs> fucking i showed my ass on the field i bet mm-hmm. the players loved it I don't know. I didn't get any DMs after. I was so That surprised. was my next question. I know. They were probably scared. They were probably like, fuck, the commission will come after us yeah. if we DM or something. Yeah. I didn't get banned, though, so. Yay. Well, that's awesome. What did happen? Did you end up going to jail? Yeah. Or? Yeah, they detained me for like nine hours in the bottom of the Hard Rock Stadium oh, before transferring fuck. me to jail for like a day. Oh, my God. It was awful. For nine hours? <laughs> yeah, in a cell and like more girls just kept coming and coming as the game went on. They were just Why like were they arresting people. them? Um, trespassing, like being drunk, stuff like that, stealing. And it was just all women or was there men too? Yeah, there was a cell next to us that was men, but our cell was just women. But it was awful, dude. I was like in that bikini. The dress was like kind of like ripped up at that point just from all the like tackling and everything. Yeah. So I'm like sitting on this cold, hard floor for like nine hours. They wouldn't give me socks or anything. I was I was pissed. What the fuck? That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's um take it back to you're a Tennessee girl. Mm-hmm. Where are you from in Tennessee? I'm from Knoxville. Yay. I'm so actually, that's about two hours away from Nashville, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm from like a really small town outside of Knoxville, but yeah. I just say Knoxville so people know. <laughs> what was baby Kelly K like? A hellion. <laughs> Just natural born rebel. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm yeah. an Aquarius. So literally I came out the womb fucking just ready to raise hell I was a rebel without a cause yeah <laughs> I was gonna ask you what you are I'm a Gemini so oh cool just... you're actually my soulmate sign Ooh, yeah Aquarius and Gemini I'm all, my best friend growing up was a Gemini she passed away uh rest in peace Grace oh, so love sorry. her um but yeah I always had a thing for Gemini women I don't like Gemini no. men though no. Gemini men are fucking weirdos yeah they're crazy yeah but me and Kanye have the same birthday if that says anything about me I'm very <laughs> manic and... you're my kind of crazy I like <laughs> yeah. it yeah so growing up in Knoxville like what was your family life like childhood how Um, much childhood trauma do you have is really what I'm trying to ask girl (laughs) so much childhood trauma I will just like skim over it but um my mom had me when she was 20 and she Mm -hmm. was a single mom my dad was a crackhead literally and he like wouldn't stop smoking crack so my mom left him um was your mom an addict too no oh okay no she but she partied a lot and she worked a lot so my grandma kind of raised me Mm -hmm. um and then when I was 10 my mom found my stepdad and they got married and had two kids right so I went from like having my mom all to myself to like having to share with three other people um and I hated my stepdad at the time so I was like very rebellious and I started doing drugs and running away and just Mm. all of these things because I felt like I was the black sheep I was Mm. the only one without their last name like I was just 
you know, 10 That's years older totally. than my brother and sister. So I was just like the black sheep of the family. So it does. I still am. And I revel in it because I'm the most successful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it goes. You know, you have to be different to be successful. Yeah. Like you have to be. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and also being a black sheep, you learn to never ask for shit. Right. And fucking get it on your own. Right. You know, so I think that makes us powerful in our own right. Oh, yeah. I started working at 14 at Food Me City. Too. Um, at Fat Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us now. <laughs> Look at us now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that it, it definitely made me very independent and mm. like showed me like kind of just like how to maneuver life and on my own, you know, because when I was getting in trouble and stuff, my parents didn't like support me. Like, you know, yeah, they, they weren't having it. Um, and my mom kicked me out when I was 18, mm. um, put like literally all my clothes in trash bags and put them on the front porch and was like, get the fuck out. Wow, thanks, mom. Mm-hmm. And I, it was really fucked up because I was in an abusive relationship and he mm. lived with us at my parents' house and he actually threw me through the wall. Wow. And that's what got us kicked out. We both got kicked out. And I was like, wait, he just threw me through the wall. You're I'm like, sorry. kick him out. Don't yeah. kick us out together. But um, after that, it was like kind of tragic. Like I like got into drugs really bad. I was doing prescription pills. Me too. Um, I did. I had it spent with Xanax and Lortabs. Mm. I loved a good Lorderve. I've never heard of that. Lortab, hydrocodone. Oh, oh hydros. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing like Roxy's, Oxy's, Opana's. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really anything I could like get my my hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was homeless mm-hmm. at like eighteen to nineteen. I was like sleeping at anybody's house I could. I was sleeping at the trap houses, at the drug houses. Um, and then a couple of my really good friends passed away, and I actually like got out of it in time like thankfully nothing bad happened to me but I did I lost like people really close to me and I was Mm -hmm. like this just isn't right you know like Mm -hmm. this is just not this isn't it so I stopped um and then I started experimenting with psychedelics after that yeah um which you know they're drugs but I I I ship psychedelics we we are on a shroom journey right now we do shrooms for to help with our depression and anxiety and stuff absolutely yeah microdosing is amazing um you know they're like making it legal in Colorado, or they yeah they have. decriminalized it. Yep, it's decriminalized pretty much on the West Coast except for like Nevada and Cali, I think. But yeah, yeah. Tennessee's gonna be like the last. The this Bible motherfucker, belt. the Bible Belt. They're the most judgmental people here because I'm from the West Coast, so you know it's so liberal out there. And mm-hmm. then I've been here the past six years because of my husband, and I'm just like, holy fucking culture shock. Yeah, you know, like it's crazy. Yeah, I love Tennessee because of the nature. Yeah, and, like, the people are like they're nice, but yeah, they're like hella judgy. Like, yeah, people. Are yeah, s- we're, we're different yeah. out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you because you're not the norm of like Tennessee girls. For some reason, Tennessee girls out here, I've had a hard time like making friends because they're so judgmental like they don't understand this lifestyle yeah you know they think that you you should get married and let your husband take care of you Mm -hmm. and where I'm like "Mm -mm, no Mm -hmm. I need my own bag I gotta do my own shit and I don't care if I gotta show my butthole to Mm -hmm. do it you know quite quite literally (laughs) literally yes (laughs) exactly so you got into psychedelics and then after that yeah I, I did like acid like I swear like every weekend for like a year I was like you know into the music festivals and stuff I was that probably helped you get sober off pills it did it did um and not saying maybe that was good but my journey was amazing and right. you know um there's maybe a little excessive mm-hmm. maybe a little uh, maybe a lot of ecstasy but i fucking love ecstasy <laughs> yeah too so. <laughs> gotcha. i think that's the only drug i'd probably do now yeah i kind of did some the other weekend anyways um <laughs> yeah and then i don't know it was just like all right i'm done with this like after a year i felt like nothing bad happened I just I felt like I downloaded everything that I needed to right um and I went completely sober and Yay. I went to school for skincare um 
for two years I like worked and just got my shit together and saved up a bunch of money and then I moved to Cali mm. and I started managing two medi spas there I started doing bottle service and then not bad for somebody who got kicked out at 18 mm-hmm. what yeah. was it like moving to LA was it like uh, the Miley Cyrus song where she's like what is it born in what is it the Miley Cyrus song yeah. where she talks about stepping off the plane and she's like in tennis yeah. shoes and everybody's in heels and yeah. it's like glamorous you know, I think being a Gemini helps a lot. I feel like I'm a chameleon. I can adapt very well in situations. Well, trauma too helps you with that. Mm-hmm. You learn how to read a room very quickly whenever you um, have to be on eggshells as a child. Yeah, yeah. I was honestly so excited. I packed up my car and I drove 20 hours straight to get to California. And I you had just to... woke up one day and you were just like, fuck this. No, we had it planned. Coast. It was okay. like me and my ex, um, the guy I was dating. We dated for like six years. We moved the out one who threw, threw a wall. Different. One. OK, gotcha. yeah. No, fuck that guy. He's in jail. Oh, good. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just so excited to go. I drove literally 20 hours and I had to stop in Albuquerque so I didn't die. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, sleep. And then I just like kept driving and um, going there, I felt like I did really well. I think being Southern helped because mm-hmm. I stood out because I was different. I was actually really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how I got the jobs that I got because getting into the bottle service industry there, you have to like it's know impossible. somebody. Yeah. yeah. That's how yeah. it is in Vegas too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know anybody and I just went and I like had my little Tennessee accent mm-hmm. and I, I got the job and. Or you're beautiful just, and you have a good um, energy to you. you. So any club owner that sees you is going to be like, this is a fucking gold mine. I'd yeah. be an idiot to let her walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was there for seven years and um, I did. I do feel like I kind of like lost myself and then fo- found myself again. Mm. But I also think that's like anybody in their twenties or anybody moving to a new city. Um, I act- actually had like the best experiences of my life there. Yeah. But I feel like it's not really experiences I can share with people because right. you know those people really aren't in my life anymore. All these like glamorous trips and all these things that I got to do, I don't regret them, and I'm so thankful that I got to do them. But I want to make memories now with people that are going to be in my life forever. Yeah, you know, no, that makes sense. Back. Yeah, being in that industry out there too, you know, like I'll go back to the West Coast all the time because that's my home. That's where not my home, but that's where. Um, I grew up that's what those are my roots mm-hmm. you know but I I go out there and I'm out there for like a week and then I'm just like fuck why am I here you know because really? it's like you miss it and then you go back to it and you're just like fuck it's just such a different life we're here it's like a little bit more peaceful yeah. slow paced everything out there is about image it's about money it's about what you can get from who and what which yeah. is fine because that's where we've gotten in life you Absolutely. know because we have that mentality of like you know a hustler mentality but at the same time like now that I'm older, it's like I just search for that peace. So right. I just come back to Tennessee. And you moved back to Tennessee, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I've been here for like six months. And it, yeah, it's exactly what you said. You know, you go there and like I love going to L.A. All my friends are there and, you know, there's a lot of opportunity and work and stuff. But that's really all there is there is like opportunity and work like the first thing people say to you whenever you get when when you meet somebody in LA they say what do you do yeah and if what you do doesn't benefit them then they just turn their back don't, on you yeah and they don't care nobody out there has a soul no like, yeah it's very yeah it's very like surface level and empty mm-hmm. and so I think that in my spaces in between working I want to be fulfilled and not feel empty absolutely and the last year that I was in LA I mean it was COVID and stuff but I like I didn't do anything like I just traveled a lot but I would go to the gym every day and I would go home yeah 
You just kind of keep to yourself. Yeah. And I was like, why am I paying so much to live here when I can literally like go to Tennessee, be around my family who I hadn't been around in seven years and like just kind of like start over and have this peace Yeah, and be a normal person. Like I love being in Knoxville where I am. Like it doesn't matter what I look like when I go to the grocery Mm -hmm. store or the gas station. I told Mimi that whenever I'm on the West Coast to go to the grocery store, you have to like be somewhat presentable here. I look like a fucking vagabond. Yeah. Like legit. (laughs) I I only get dressed to do my podcast. That's it. Other than that, I look like... Like fucking sloth from the Goonies when I wake up, you know, like yeah. it's just so about image out there. Yeah. Um. How did you get into the sex industry? Like, you know, OnlyFans is the sex industry. Were you? Did you ever have like sugar daddies before, mm-hmm. or did you ever like? Were you in the game at one point? Because I was. I was a Vegas call girl. Everybody knows that. My whole podcast is about this. But I, you know, I was a stripper for eleven years, and then we love that. Yeah. Turned off. Turned a me. few. Turned a few tricks in my life. Go um. Off. But. You know, it's I feel like that's what Vegas and L.A. kind of like that's what happens, Mm -hmm. you know, out there. You grow up idolizing fucking strippers, especially in Vegas, Mm -hmm. because it's so glamorous and because that's the lifestyle out there. So did that suck you in whenever you were out in L.A. or were you already somewhat in the industry doing online stuff like webcam or anything like that? Yeah, I didn't do anything. Honestly, Um, I never had a sugar daddy. I did have uh, like A-list celebrity pay me like 50 grand in a full year. Yeah, I've had a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To like keep quiet. But I honestly developed a friendship with him and yeah. then I tore my ACL and had to have two knee surgeries. So mm-hmm. he like helped me. You know, yeah. he was like, I appreciate you being like, you know, as cool as you are, blah, blah, blah. But I, he wasn't a sugar daddy. Um, I think the, I, I did a couple poker games, but that was still just yeah, that's like, weird. I've seen raunchy. those. Yeah. Like, yeah, weird. The guys are weird. Yeah. Um, I'm they do that in Vegas. Think- Every fucking po- I've had I had um a couple of poker players that were my sugar daddies. They are the weirdest breed of human, dude. Like they're so off yeah. up here. Like, but I guess you have to be off up here to be able to fucking deal with cards. You yeah. know, like it's just the poker face. And it's like a rain man type situation, you know. Yeah. And they're just like they're some of the rudest people I've ever met. Oh too. my god, and yeah. cheapest. Yeah, I went the last one I went to. They were like smoking Roxy's in the bathroom. Oh one yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. They brought out like a brick of cocaine, put it on the table, and then like we're all like snorting cocaine, and then guns got brought out. One dude just got out of prison I was like I'm out I'm never coming <laughs> You're like back. I'm never I'm not gonna die it's over not, a poker game no it's not worth it yeah um I really think it was Vitaly honestly Vitaly had Vitaly uncensored this was okay. before OnlyFans popped off gotcha and um I made friends with him and like went on a couple trips with him and did these like uncensored vlogs for him um and then OnlyFans you know I, I started hearing about it it started getting bigger and I met uh, one of the top creators like at that time and she told me how much she made and I was like can you say her name or no yeah it was the naked philanthropist oh okay yeah 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 Ward. she's beautiful yeah she's gorgeous. so pretty she's like a little fairy yeah just gorgeous yeah we actually got introduced through like a mutual friend mm-hmm. and um I was just curious and she was very honest with me. Mm-hmm. And don't so- you love that though? Because a lot of girls in this fucking industry are not honest about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, especially they don't want to share their tips. They don't want to fucking help other girls. Like it's really, really? it's a fucked up game. I've you not- might've found a, a crew of yeah. good girls that actually want to help you. But in this, and I, I'm like the mother hen. Everybody comes to me for advice because all the, the girls that ask for help, nobody wants to help them yeah i don't like that yeah me either i'm a team player yeah same there's there's enough money and enough subscribers yeah enough followers yeah that's how i feel i think that's probably why we're also very successful is because you have to have that mentality yeah totally you know like sharing is caring yeah for Um, sure 
But yeah, it wasn't even a question after that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've yeah. been broke my whole life. I've worked <laughs> like my ass off the last like four years, the first four years in LA. Like I'm working many, many spa during the day, bottle service at night Yeah, to barely get by. I was like, fuck this. Let me, let, yeah, let me start doing this shit. And I started out on Patreon, I think, actually. We have a Patreon. That's where my podcast, oh, um, cool. actually, you can see it. Oh, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Yeah. But I was so weird. I didn't know what to do. I started like... <laughs> rubbing food on myself is like how i got started like, i think sexy we're all food. weird whenever we first start making content because we don't know like what know. is good and what's yeah. not yeah yeah i'm like rubbing popsicles on myself but i would pay to see that actually yeah. there's a fetish for that we had to do a video one time where i sat my ass my big fucking oiled up ass on in a cake oh we love and it was frozen by accident <laughs> so <laughs> trying to smash the cake and it's fucking frozen and just my big ass is sliding everywhere but it's like the people that like the bread on the face yeah or the uh, it's called sploshing right so you just sit in things and oh. people they, you might want to do it man i'm yeah. telling you people are well, really I, into I it i kind of like graduated from the rubbing the food me too myself. i shove everything in me now and fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck yeah. on camera with my husband so yeah yeah I get it. yeah yeah and um I, I i remember i was doing that before i met kaylee but when kaylee told me that and everything she did that's mm. when I moved to OnlyFans and um I started out slow and like you know did nudes and then started like masturbations and then uh like sucking on dildos and then mm. she was like Kelly like if you just go all the way you're just gonna make it. so much money yeah and I was like I bet okay. you were making fucking great money even yeah because when we first started out I didn't know what to post on OnlyFans either and I made like a hundred grand my first couple months just fucking uh my first month we made like what a hundred second month was like 80 grand oh wow and I wasn't I was posting fucking nothing yeah you know so I think people just you when you're just putting yourself out there even if you're just showing a nipple men are subscribing to the situation with you you yeah. know like they they're your fan they right. just want to touch you wherever right. you know or you know talk to you wherever yeah so. yeah um but then i just started going all the way and haven't looked back that's and what i did too honestly like i i didn't really know how to handle it um especially because i'm single mm-hmm. and i want a husband or a boyfriend Aww. and i felt like um over the last year like guys just don't take me seriously because i did OnlyFans. so i was like kind of insecure about it like i Aww. of course like promoted it or like talked about it or whatever but like yeah, that place in my heart where I wanted somebody, I was like, damn, am I, did I fuck up? Like, am I making the right decision? It might be the dudes that you're going after because I had, I before Jelly, I got into, I was in a really um, bad domestic relationship and the mm. guy used to fucking give me the hardest time about being in the sex industry. Mm-hmm. And then I met Jay and Jay was just like, you know what, baby, you can do this now, but you're not going to do it forever. And he has loved me even when I was a working girl and fucking graduated to the OnlyFans shit and he mm-hmm. supports it. He fucking thinks he's a cock star now because he fucking gets to be on it you're gonna find that guy yeah. who is just meant for you yeah and is gonna embrace you no matter what yeah you and know I've, so don't give up and yeah, don't no. ever feel bad for what you've had to do to survive yeah I ever love that. i love that i recently just became that woman who was yeah. very proud of it and I, i'm a big believer in energy and i think my Absolutely. insecure energy that i was putting off about OnlyFans was probably attracting the wrong kind of guys mm-hmm. but i feel like now that i embrace it and i'm very proud of it and yeah. i i walk the walk and talk the talk with it and if yes. a guy even like doesn't like it one second one red flag okay you're out yeah you know i i do think there will be somebody just don't know where they are. Aww, they're going to come. They'll come at the right time. They'll come whenever you least expect it and just manifest mm-hmm. every day. Just put it out into the universe what you want and the world 
the earth gives it back to you, man. Yeah. That's what I always say to my whole team is like, just put it in the air and we'll fucking, it'll come back to us. Absolutely. Speaking of dating, you've dated some interesting characters. <laughs> Can we get into that a little bit? Yes, ma'am. So did you, you're so cute. So you never dated Tyga, right? No. Or you guys were just friends. We were just friends, yeah. And how was that? He seems like he would be just a ball of fun. Is he fun or is he serious? He's- He's fun. He's quiet. He's a Scorpio and I'm a Gemini. Mm. And so I'm like (laughs) all the time. He's (laughs) just very quiet and very reserved, but really respectful and so nice. Um, He does like to have fun. Like we like went on yachts and ATVs and stuff. Um, But one day he told me, he was like, why are you so weird? I was like, (laughs) that's probably what he likes about you, though. (laughs) Probably like why you guys have such a good friendship, because you might bring him out of his shell a little bit. Yeah. Which is so weird because of what how he raps and the stuff that he raps about. You you would think that he would fucking be a little more like outgoing. Yeah. He's yeah. He's super nice, though. Like, not the typical rapper. I've met other rappers that I was like, whoa you know but just obnoxious yeah obnoxious or rude like i met um, who's the rudest so far i met young thug oh gosh and the little baby were standing outside of a club and i was so drunk white girl and i'm like oh my god i love little baby (laughs) and young thug looks at me and he was like how old are you and i was like 26 at the time and he's like you want to go to the studio and i was like yeah and he was like get on the bus Oh yeah, and so we went to the studio, and they she's were like, and so, I went. "And so I went." I went. I love little baby. Aww. And uh, so was he rude whenever you guys yeah, were there? Yeah, they're just like not nice. Oh yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's like typical rappers. So, yeah. But. Well, bringing it back to Tyga, so you guys did. Um, you were on his OnlyFans, right? Yeah. How yeah, did so that I work? met him out of Vixen shoe. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what Vixen was. My friend was like being the photographer for it and he invited me. Um, and so I met Tyga there. He asked if I wanted to come to Palm Springs and do all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just starting his OnlyFans. So yeah. he had posted like a couple pictures, like topless and stuff on there. I've oh. never been on his OnlyFans. I have yet to lurk it. It's it, it got it wild. Yeah, yeah, I think I was the first girl he fucked on there. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. How's his wiener? Is it big? Yeah, it's way too really? big. It was like hurt big. It's always the fucking skinny dudes. Yeah. The really skinny dudes always have MGK. the big wings. Yeah. Yeah. She said MGK. <laughs> we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So we we filmed for that. You know, um, we filmed for OnlyFans and he tagged me and he put me on his Instagram. Like mm-hmm. he helped my old Instagram grow. Like I probably gained like 200,000 followers from him posting me on there do you think you could reach out to him now and just be like hey man i got deleted will you shout me out and he do you wouldn't think he would? because of his girlfriend oh i didn't even know he was in a relationship with yeah anybody. she's really crazy she's she said he he punched her she like had somebody oh, punch that her one. In the eye. okay okay it okay, was yes. not him he would never do that it was not him I vouch for him. I know it wasn't him. Yeah. I think she fucking had her mom punch her in the face or something. But yeah. <laughs> she like, probably did it herself. Probably. When yeah. bitches are crazy, they'll take a shoe or they'll take a hammer, fucking do anything they can <laughs> yeah. to put breeze. I've seen a couple of my girlfriends get crazy. Um, okay, yeah. So I didn't know he was even dating anybody. Yeah. So you did so you did uh your, his first scene, was that your first scene too? Like with boy girl? I don't think so. No, okay. I don't know though, because it was no, I, no, it wasn't. I hadn't done a lot of boy girl though. Yeah. Um, but that just like 
exponentially blew up my OnlyFans and my Instagram and stuff. So it was super, super helpful. And then I kind of like sourced girls for him. Like, yeah. I brought my girls around so they could collab and stuff. And we all just had like a really good time. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so you guys are still friends. Yeah. And just whatever. That's yeah. awesome. I hope he doesn't mind me airing him out on here. <laughs> I don't no think you're saying it. anything bad. No, I'm talking like the utmost yeah. respect. I yeah, totally. <laughs> so you did just mention MGK. Mm-hmm. How did you meet him and when did you meet him? I met him at the club when I like I think I had been in LA for like a year mm-hmm. and um I was this little skinny girl from Tennessee no lip filler no extensions Aww, just beautiful like, though I, I guess <laughs> I, I like the way I look now but <laughs> I like the way you look now thank too you. <laughs> but I am sure you were beautiful all natural also. yeah I look back at when I first met him I'm like he really fucking liked me that's Aww. so sweet but I met him at the club and I actually left the club with him i got off of work and we went to a party the club that you were doing like bottle service okay and um we went out and i had loved him growing up like that was like my dream guy so i was like wigging out whenever he was at the club Mm -hmm. and then i don't even know how i started talking to him but i think i approached him or he approached me or something um we left and then i went back to his house and i didn't fuck him the first night Mm -hmm. and he was like didn't know what to do because he's like mgk and he gets (laughs) pussy whenever he wants oh i'm sure um and I was, like, still with my ex at the time. We were, like, going through a breakup, but we still lived together. So I went home to him, um, and then I hung out with him the next night, and it was just over from there. We hung out all the time. Aww. For, like, four years, we were, like, on and off. Would you say that you guys were in a relationship? I mean, four years is a long fucking time to just be hanging out. Yeah. I I mean, I think we were, like, dating in the beginning, mm-hmm. in my eyes. Like, I, w- I would go to his meetings with him and on set of roadies when he was working on that show. Like, I spent a lot of time with him. Mm-hmm. He was getting this like crazy acupuncture like being healed and he wanted me around for that so I think those like intimate moments yeah I I would say we were dating Mm -hmm. Um, does he have a lot of trauma that he's working through is that why he was doing the acupuncture yeah yeah I kind of gathered that from an interview that I watched with him and um I think it was Megan Fox I'm not sure but where they talk about like all the the um ayahuasca that they've been doing Mm -hmm. and the shrooms and I was just like somebody's hurt in this situation that they're very damaged but i'm really glad that they're together because i feel like megan fox is a healer and she's like Mm -hmm. done a lot of like spiritual things so i know she's helping him through yeah i get i get that same vibe from them too everybody says that they're twin flames but i think they're soulmates twin flames means it's going to be a lot of pain yeah you know and there's a lot of separation so i would hope for her sake that they're not twin flames even though she says they're twin flames Mm -hmm. i'm like I don't like, know if you, you really want to go through that lady yeah. like twin flame shit sucks but um well that sucks that he has I I, I kind of gathered it because he seems like he's a prick kind of he's friends he's with my nice. husband <laughs> yeah he's friends with he's my not, husband they know each guy. other just from being in the rap game and stuff like that but um yeah he just seems like he's not um he's pleasant Taurus. Mm-hmm. my whole team is Tauruses <laughs> no I love girl Tauruses no me too that, yeah, I, yeah I do now I didn't think I did just, yeah they're dickheads dude he was just a dickhead but I, I do think he has a lot of trauma and ego and stuff but yeah yeah we were on and off for like those four years it was like honestly just got to the point where he would be like enema and come over literally what does that mean enema enema and come over 
Yeah. What does that mean? You know what an enema is. Yeah, totally. But yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like he wanted to do anal and he oh, would be okay. like, enema and come over. My kind of guy. <laughs> Shit. Literally. No, I'm just kidding. I fucking anal. Dude, I have hemorrhoids. I can't fucking do it. There's no way. My butthole will hurt. Um, <laughs> That's how I got my hemorrhoid. He literally fucked me in the ass on the back of Logan Paul's G-Wagon. What? Okay, <laughs> wait a second. Scroll back. Hold on a second. We're talking. Listen, I thought I was the only hot chick with roids, man. No, I put this out there. I just don't care. <laughs> no, I don't either. I tell everybody about my hemorrhoids. I make fucking TikToks about my hemorrhoids. Like it's yeah, no, I don't give Hemorrho- a shit. I yeah, we're it. normalizing hemorrhoids in 2022. Dude, hot bitches have hemorrhoids. They do. Motherfuckers. That means we can take it in the ass. All right, so okay, rewind. In a mind come over. Yeah. What a fucking Casanova. He's so sweet and romantic. So, just romantic, right? So romantic. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I would. <laughs> I love her. She's just like so fuck it. Yep, I did. And, and yeah, I would like drunk text him when I was like, So would wasted. he make you do enemas before you came over? I mean, he doesn't make, he wouldn't make me, but oh, okay. he would say that, but I would. I would have made him do the enema for me. <laughs> like, let's step it up a notch, buddy. Fucking put this shit in me. He probably would have. So is he like obsessed with assholes? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So. Okay. <laughs> he likes a little finger in his too. Oh, nice. Like a whole finger that. or just a little? Yeah, I don't care either. I try to put my finger in my husband's ass and he is not having it. Not with the claws. Yeah, no, just not with the claws. Not with the claws, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's hear about this hemorrhoid. What happened? Okay, so I was, okay, so. Logan Paul had a podcast, Impulsive, and it was the 100th mm. episode. And I he, love those brothers. I think that they're fucking geniuses. She's like, no. <laughs> I fucking hate both of them. Really? Are they really? Because I fucking they always... are. Are they douchebags in real um, life? I don't think so. I know so. They are. They're I thought awful. it was just an image that they were keeping up. I don't get into all that Hollywood shit, but fucking... I thought it was just an image that they had, you know? So you know how people just pre- try mm-hmm. to play the villain? Yeah. No, so, they're awful people. Are they really? Yeah, they're not nice. Can I ask why? I they're just like very selfish and they don't have empathy. They lack empathy. And that that goes into having no soul. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they have um, they just like yeah. I don't know. They're just not nice either. Did you ever know. get to meet Tana? Were you around whenever mm-hmm. Tana and Jake were no, doing their I was fucking hanging marriage? Out, no, I was hanging out with Team Ten or Jake right before that. I like went to Coachella with them, and um, there was just like drama whatever wow that's disheartening because i always thought it was them just playing the villain you know and i I was just always like oh okay i can see i see through it because you know how like conor mcgregor plays the villain Mm -hmm. too but maybe that that's really how they fucking are you know and they're just owning it yeah i don't like them oh (laughs) all right well fuck them yeah (laughs) i didn't know (laughs) fuck them no they're awful all Um, right so you got so yeah so yeah it was his it was logan's 100th episode mgk was the guest on it and i had actually done the sound bits for logan's podcast so he had this like thing and he would press a button and it would be my voice being like yeah yeah oh my god like stuff like that which he never thanked me for like i drove all the way to his house in encino to do these sound bits and i like never even got a thank you or anything wow um which fuck you for that but yeah yeah, thank you logan nice was it logan logan right okay um but so but they invited me to the 100th episode because i did the sound bits right um and so, of course, you know, me and MGK, like, rekindle there, and the podcast is over. We're, like, partying after. So were you guys, like, separated? Um, like, you said you rekindled there? So were you guys, like, not talking? Yeah, we weren't, like, talking. We hadn't talked in a while. It would it would be, like, a, every other month kind of thing of, like, a hookup. That's oh, just, like, what gotcha. we do. Okay. Or I would get, like, I would get, like, in my feelings and, like, block him for, like, four months or something. He's, you know? like, the perpetual fuckboy. Huh? That's what it is. He, okay. Well, he told me, he was, like, I want... 
like five bitches around me at all times like he i think was a sex addict like he 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 was like your wife material like basically told me i was too good for him because mm-hmm. i would do anything for him and mm-hmm. i was like i'm very loyal and i i like made him mac and cheese and would literally do anything for him but he wanted to be a rock star so i let him be a rock star but i always always went back to him mm-hmm. um but yeah we hadn't seen each other in a while we were at the podcast we got a little drunk wanted to fuck i was on my period and so he just fucked me in the ass but we were outside <laughs> on the back again of what a fucking romeo like what a sweet guy literally nutted <laughs> in my ass <laughs> and i had to walk around the rest of the party with it, like dripping out and girl tiny you know you shorts. gotta like lube up before you fucking oh, get you just spit on it real good no my god but see i can't anal to me hurts so bad it's like you're taking the biggest shit backwards yeah it's not my favorite but <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, yeah it's it, yeah it's weird you know i, I think i've i've got i've, I've orgasmed a couple times like, yeah if i'm like riding yeah oh yeah because you're yeah you always have to simulate the clit while you're getting anal yeah but i would do anything for that boy so Aww. i was like are you yeah, still are you in love asshole. with him i think i loved him yeah are you still in love with him though? i think that i have love for him i will always have love for him i wonder if you guys have a little soul tie too you know i i probably I do you think, think if you reached out to him he would talk to you i just wouldn't do that i'm respectful, respectful you know? yeah. he's like d- in love with megan fox like i would never want to like especially since i've talked about this now yeah um i just wouldn't do that you know yeah just leave people alone if they're happy yeah well i respect that because yeah. a lot of girls wouldn't fucking care you know he, yeah we and we butt heads like tauruses and gemini's just like really yeah butt heads we butt heads a lot so after the anal escapade you ended up with a roid yeah i i want to see this roid so bad because <laughs> it's probably the most beautiful fucking hemorrhoid you've ever seen it's not bad it's like i named mine i named your, him zeppelin name? zeppelin after, after led zeppelin because <laughs> it looks like a little zeppelin hanging out of my ass <laughs> oh my god yeah adam was like uh we should do hemorrhoid jewels like he was like would you pierce your hemorrhoid oh my god that would be so fucking painful so painful how's adam is he a sweetheart he seems like he would be a sweetheart mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I love both of them. They're so nice. Lena and yeah, yeah Adam. Yeah, yeah they they're seem, actually super cool. They seem like a... And they have a really cool thing. I love how they just have like an open relationship and just kind of like... Yeah, work and do their yeah. thing. They have their other B- Build podcast, a brand. Pl- plug talk. So mm-hmm. I actually did a scene with them. Yeah, It was like my first like somewhat professional scene, I guess. Awesome. But yeah, it was a really good experience. They're fucking such geniuses, dude. Like, here, come on my podcast and film a scene with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Kudos to them. They have a baby and they're still doing their thing. I love that. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Well, what do you, you know, where do you go from here? Like, do you want to date any more celebs or how how is that... What's you, what's Kelly doing right now for Kelly? Like, how are you doing? How's your heart and everything? Um, I think I got my heart broken like recently, which I haven't. Aww. I haven't like tried to date anybody in a while. I've not been interested. I've been so busy. Um, but I think that time slows down around the holidays, and um, just this like weird thing happened. And I don't catch feelings like this. You know, I, I like to like get to know people, but I met this boy off TikTok. Aww. Okay. Is he, is he famous or is no, he? No, he okay. wasn't famous. Why was, are all the guys on TikTok fucking hot? They're so hot. I'm tired of this. Dude, like, he was, where did they come from? Like an L. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. L. Seriously. children. <laughs> I <laughs> swear. So... I had, I DM'd him on Instagram. We DM'd back and forth for like half a day. I FaceTime him blackout drunk when I was out of town. We FaceTime for two hours blackout drunk. I don't remember anything. Aww. He texted me the next morning. He's like, I'll be there Monday. This was like on Saturday. Oh. And I was like, 
holy shit i don't know if i like this guy i don't know what we talked about so i called him again and he like kind of like recapped it and i was like all right fuck it he can come he spent three <laughs> days with me and i was like i love you like Aww. he he filmed with me for my only fans when's he, his birthday he's a libra gemini and libra yeah yeah so it's signs. very compatible our mm-hmm. compatibility is nine out of ten i like ran yeah. this shit yeah we cooked we went to the gym we did everything together as if we were dating and then he went back to where he's from and he like friend zoned me he was like i just want to be friends basically he was like i he didn't say this verbatim but he did say he was like um i just like want to be friends but i don't want to talk all the time i don't have like i don't talk to people on a regular basis all the time and um i want to go on trips with you and stuff but like i have a life here blah blah like basically friends on me basically wanted to be accessible to me for my pussy for my clout for my money Mm -hmm. because when he came out he like i paid for everything like he he has like a normal job and i was like oh you're like filming with me and doing all this stuff like you know i I, let's have a good time but i felt like very used and my heart hurts so bad yeah but i took from that that like maybe um i need to heal before i'm in the next relationship i was just about to say so you're telling me you have a type (laughs) which is narcissist yeah yeah i attract nothing but narcissists too and my husband was even a narcissist when I first got with him and they they can change mm-hmm. believe me um but it took a lot of a, a spiritual journey for me to heal a lot of trauma and shit that I had been through to not only stand up for what I deserved but to um be able to attract what I needed yeah you know and they also say that we love the way that we weren't loved as children mm-hmm. you know so Absolutely. yeah and, and I'm a I'm a fixer upper I'm yeah like, me too let me fix you I love and projects I, oh that's I me. texted I'm so stupid he has a tiktok that's like talking about how fucked up in the head he is oh. I texted him one of the first texts I ever sent him I was like Bring that fucked up head over here, baby. Let mommy take care of you. Oh, I totally understand that. <laughs> my husband will tell you, I love projects. When I met my husband, he was like sleeping on couches, wasn't big in the music industry, nothing. And when I met him, I was like, oh, you are right up my alley. And then now he's we're like super successful, you know, have everything we need. And I'm like, well, my work here is done. Like, what do I what do I do now? He's like, be my wife, bitch, and shut up. You know, like he gets it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I totally understand. And that's from trauma that needs to be healed within you that's it took me a while but I did a lot of reflecting and I was like you know what this this is my fault like I gave every like I I realized what I needed to do and what I need to do in the future yeah um I also saw a a Reiki healer that Mm. told me not to date until after my next birthday next year yeah um so you know I have that mapped out and I I trust that stuff oh no me too you know like I love any sort of energy healing or anything like that mm -hmm, yeah I'm gonna give you this lady's number I haven't met her yet whenever we uh leave the podcast but she is out here and she does that like she's so good that you can literally lay on her table and she'll tell you how old you were when the trauma started and stuff like that i haven't seen her yet i'm still trying to get into her but my holistic doctor goes to her Ooh, yeah Yeah. i would love that so i'll give you her information yeah so um I take that very seriously and I don't need to, as much as I would love to date and have a husband and all of these things right now. Um, I really have a lot of opportunities coming mm-hmm. up and things planned that I, I just can't be in a relationship for. Absolutely. Um, uh, just so much stuff. I'm so busy. I'm going on all these trips and stuff. Which, You're always out of town. Yeah. Like every time I see you, I'm like, go little rock star. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And I would hope that I could find a partner that could travel with me yeah. and stuff. Um, I can run wild with you. Mm-hmm. 
but, but you don't need somebody to be whole you know like you're rocking this all on yeah. your own too and that's what you need to realize how old are you i'm 29 29 yeah i mean you're still a baby i'm gonna be 42 in january you are not <laughs> yeah you're no. fucking gorgeous i'm a milf <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> no oh you're my god i need all too. your secrets oh you're fucking amazing. just uh lots of drugs and alcohol it'll preserve you when you're older i swear <laughs> stay on <laughs> yeah. that stay on that path baby you're doing fine no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. um no you just have so much to give and so much to offer don't spread yourself thin just trying to heal everybody when the the person that needs the most love is you mm-hmm. you know That's and if I, if i could have told my younger self that man i would have been a fucking force to i mean i was already a force when i was younger but if i would have known what i know now like when you get older too and this is he's always he's the real host of the show <laughs> when you get older too like you get um this this frame of mind where you just don't give a fuck about anybody else and it's like only people who love you you only give your energy to where it's appreciated yeah you know yeah and i think growing up in the south um you know 30 like my mom was like oh my god you're almost 30 like when are you gonna get a husband when are you gonna have kids and this so, is in 1962 yeah you yeah. know i think in the back of my head we have this like ticking time clock maybe it's maternal mm-hmm. maybe it's something but i want to like destigmatize that like i'm doing playboy next year oh, like i, I want to be like dirty 30 doing all of these yes. things that people say i shouldn't be doing at 30 or Absolutely. like you know like when people tell me that i should be doing something it makes me want to do the opposite and i oh, really same. would love to like destigmatize that and be absolutely like, Look, i'm fucking 30 and proud do i not say that all the time i'm literally 41 still making money that 21 year olds make yeah you know like as you should nobody can for some reason the world has this warped perception of of age and mm-hmm. it's fucking weird and it's so gross weird. it's like how many fucking pedophiles are in the world like yeah. seriously women are beautiful no matter what age they are and i'm not saying that because i'm 42 now i'm saying that because literally you can be 29 and be beautiful or you can be 55 and be beautiful yeah. like age really does not matter we're just trapped in this old misogyny way of thinking because of the fucking 50s and i love that you're a rebel also like me just trying to fucking break out the boxes yeah so you're gonna be doing playboy yeah i'm gonna shoot playboy i can't wait i'm so excited i'm actually doing like a vintage like 1960s like re like relook i'm so excited that'll be beautiful yeah um are you shooting at playboy west in la um i'm gonna shoot with justin Mm i don't know if i can say yeah i can say that justin he's um mia's Mia Malkova's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. he shoots for them so he's gonna set it up and everything we just dude that's gonna be so awesome yeah. I can't wait to see that what I, else do you have coming up can you talk about anything yeah else? I just have like hella like OnlyFans trips yep. I, I have luckily found this amazing community of women mm-hmm. um, yeah you hang out with um who's the redhead oh god the redhead with the nice ass fuck what's her name she just had a beef with amanda nicole <laughs> fucking okay, uh nala nala yeah, yeah i saw you guys hanging out she's beautiful too i oh love gosh, her stunning yeah i yeah. follow her i have just like this huge network of girls and they're all so amazing and so we always go on these trips and stuff mm-hmm. um so we have like i have new york miami Aspen, LA. Oh, this I is love all Aspen. in like the next month. Yay. Like I will not be here in January. But <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's amazing like meeting people that are in your industry that you can like go and have fun with. Yes. But also like work. You so know? important. So yeah, um, I have Playboy. I have these uncensored vlogs coming out with the Nelk Boys. Do you I don't know who the Nelk Boys are? Mm-mm, they're nope. like YouTubers. Okay. And they start in a full, their, their thing is full send or the mm-hmm. Nelk Boys. Um, and they started an uncensored website 
not only fans, but they they want like naked girls or like they do like but not very, penetration. Yeah, they gotcha. do very classy photo shoots like topless. It's not right. even like nude. Mm-hmm. But I've filmed with them for like the last like year or so now just in their vlogs Mm -hmm. and they they love me and they asked me to like be a part of the team and make my own vlogs on their uncensored website yeah so you got the personality for it too thank you thank you yeah yeah they love it they're just like they yeah so we have that so like that's why we came to nashville um to of course come here with you but like to go out on broadway and like we film all of this crazy shit you know last weekend we went out in knoxville i got kicked out of every bar that i went to (laughs) i love it just fun (laughs) as shit you know i love it the world needs more kelly for sure (laughs) yeah so i'm really trying to like put myself out there like that like i want to get back on my youtube grind and good honestly just do everything just be so busy and so productive on every single platform yes and now i have spence Spence, we love Spence. Spence is over here behind the scenes. (laughs) Lucky you, right? (laughs) Like, what a... What a fucking great job. I would fucking be stoked to see this woman every day. <laughs> well, Kelly, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Your OnlyFans, your Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever you want to plug. Just go ahead and plug it. Yeah, my OnlyFans is OnlyFans slash Kelly K. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is Kelly the K. Um, TikTok the Kelly K. Yes. Just Kelly K. Just Google Kelly K. Yeah, you can't shit miss will her. pop up. <laughs> she be happening when you Google my name. I cannot <laughs> wait to see where life takes you this next year. And you got to promise me that you're going to come back on the podcast some, yeah. somewhere down the line. Yeah, next Check time back I'm in, in Nashville. Yeah, that for sure. Thank you so much for being here. I <laughs> really appreciate you. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye.